Hey, everybody. I'm Bridget Greenberg. I'm here with my co-host, your name? Sarah Griffith. And uh, this is, can you believe it or not, Rough Stuff. Yes! We're, we're at it again. The girls the are crowd back goes in town. Wild. The girls oh are back Oh, my God. The fans oh, have been oh. clamoring for it. We back, baby. Let's go. Um, yeah, we wanted to bring this back because we enjoy doing it. It was fun for us as much as talking about movies is. Uh, we A blast. We like to dig up our past, too. And uh, we took a hiatus booking guests is hard, so we're going to do we're, this. We're shifting. We're shifting. We're Let, shifting. History. We kind of fell off in 2020 yes. when we had to go remote. And that was really difficult to book guests. So we did the natural thing, which was just to stop just altogether to stop. and not try at all. Just a cold quit. Plus, we were so invested in the Fast and the Furious. I mean, I quit my full-time job. It was 2020, and all I could think about was the Fast and the Furious. Honestly, Vin Diesel really got me through some really tough moments. I, I kind of am not kidding about that. Yeah, no, it, it was keeping us going in a way that dredging up our past might not have. And I actually have a friend who's watching the Fast and the Furious for the first time, <gasps> and she tweeted, Letty and Dom, Endgame, OTP, like the greatest on-screen couple of all time. I'm like, this is what I've been saying for many, many years now. Many moons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but rough stuff. Uh, we... I almost just went off on a tangent. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, to talk about the Fast and Furious. I also thought we were going to be doing Shooting Threes today. So we're we're going to do all of our podcasts oh. in one right, we right used to, now. We used to start this podcast off by saying an embarrassing fact about ourselves. Yeah, and that's mine. My and embarrassing your... fact is I immediately saw Bridget. I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie. And she was like, which? Yeah, and, and I'm Bridget Greenberg. And I just straight up did not do my homework. Uh, just, you know, it's just a miscommunication. That's okay. Yeah. It happens. It, it's okay. We have 13 other podcasts we could be recording right now. So yeah. if it's not the one or I Sarah thought it was going to be, I'm j- <laughs> I'll, I'll just take it over on the one and the two and just talk. Yeah, but so this is rough stuff again. We're revamping the show. We will have guests, but we're also going to be having a lot of episodes. Just this me and B. Me and B just shooting the just, shit. Just two buddies. We're going to be talking in general terms about shit in life that is embarrassing. Not just embarrassing from our past, but things that embarrass us still to this very day, which is true of for me of the subject we're speaking on today, which is crushes. 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 I was really hoping I could organically say that as at the same time as you, but I, I mistimed it completely. You fully are in another time zone. We're also recording in my apartment, which is a different vibe. We've never done this before. It's a little goofier in here. It's a little looser. It's a little silly. Like that's the vibe I have in my apartment. It's just like fucking silly. (laughs) It's silly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's uh, you know we talked about this. Oh God, I'm going to keep going back to Fast and the Furious. It's just a reflex. I mean, why not? We talked about this. A new one is coming. A new one. It's 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 on us right now. It's over our shoulder. We're we're ready for it. We're ready to hear the engines. But we talked about this a little when we talked about Hobbs and Shaw that I uh, in the Statham, the very like clean lines, clean apartment. You're the rock. You're a little looser. You're waking up in your beach bungalow. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like cool, man. I'm like chill. I'm like whatever. Yeah. You can like you know what. <laughs> <laughs> Just come to my apartment and like, ah, you know, just like, ah, whatever. I'm uncomfortable. I did see a thing online, <laughs> which I'm not going to bring into this, that was like, when a man's apartment is dirty, it's like, ew, stinky boy, like, you can't do anything, like, 
uh, weaponized incompetence, blah, blah, blah. But when a woman's apartment is messy, it's like Sofia Coppola, creative. Like, she's mysterious. She's an artist. Actually, very um, since before trilogy. Right. Her apartment's a little bit kind of weird. Kind of eclectic. Little eclectic. Yeah. Sarah's your typical manic pixie dream girl. That, <laughs> that's me. If I'm one thing, it is that. It's that. Uh, Which is why I've had such success with dating. Of course. It's true. Yeah. Way to tie it back. Uh, I'm, uh, listen, baby. I'm, she's I'm on okay. one. This is my apartment. She's a bitch. pro. We're in, in my house. It's Sarah's territory. It's my house. Yes. Yeah, so crushes. When, when, when do you, do you remember a first crush? Were you even cognizant that you had a crush on a person at the time? Uh, no. <laughs> this is going to sound weird. I feel like my mom was pushing agendas of like, you have crushes on boys when I was just like, when I was too young to even have that notion like if yes. i wanted to have a play date with a male friend when i was in kindergarten it was always like oh it's a date and I was that like, is called toxic heterosexuality it yeah. is a plague <laughs> yeah uh yeah. and looking back on it now it's weird but i mean i do of course i remember having crushes uh i'm gonna i'm gonna open this up by uh say first and last names First and last name. No, because I because I, I feel like a first crush is almost always going to be some sort of TV or movie show character. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, you're right. You um, are so right. Yeah, at least in my like brain that has been completely shaped by TV no, and I movies. Think that, I think it's safe. I think especially when you're a kid and you maybe don't have act, like you're in preschool, you're in kindergarten. Like how long are you even in school? Like what kind of socializing are you doing anyway? Like right. I think it's safe to kind of explore yeah. that part of you through fiction. Yeah. I remember <laughs> this is another very weird, embarrassing thing well, that my we're, mother we're did. recording rough stuff, I'm, so I'm putting, good news. I, I'm putting my mother on blast, <laughs> I guess, because this was a very weird thing and I think about it all the time and I... Uh, it's very weird. She was, I think she had a huge crush on Matthew McConaughey, the one of the early aughts mm. that was in rom-coms. The crushable one. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, a good one. And I agreed, but I don't think my brain was fully there yet. I was. Were you like a little embarrassed? So, no, because I think I was just enjoying the rom-com films that he happened to be the lead in at that age, okay. but not connecting that like this is an attraction mm, but okay. I th but i think because my mom was attracted to him and i was watching those movies with her it was like we both have a crush on this cute celebrity wow that is interesting because i remember like i have a very distinct memory of my mom talking about how cute brad pitt was and i remember being so sure. embarrassed like oh my god shut up like Ooh, like to the point, like when I saw Brad Pitt on the cover of People magazine with like Jennifer Aniston, yeah. I'm sure I was like, oh my God, ooh, that's the guy that my mom thinks is like so. Like, I was really kind of embarrassed by that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, here's where the embarrassing thing comes in. Oh, brother. Um, at one point, <laughs> this is embarrassing for her, not for me. And I think that's why I'm stuttering because it's very weird that she did this. But at one point, I guess he was, uh, there was a magazine that he was in. And she cut out a picture of him and put it in a heart frame and put it on my desk. <laughs> Wait, that is weird. It's right. How old were you? I don't remember. I like probably nine to okay, eleven. The, okay, age. okay. That I I'm picturing like when I was talking about Brad Pitt, I think I was like six, seven, eight. Okay, yeah, I was a little older. Where okay, like, okay, I was probably a little bit of a late bloomer, so like those things hadn't kicked into the gear, and I think maybe it was my mom's way of being like, sure, hey, you're grown up now. Like, if you have a crush, that's cool. Yeah, I'm here with you, but uh, it was, 
it's so embarrassing for her that I feel embarrassed. Did you did you like keep it up in your room or were you immediately like mm, absolutely? Not. I you know it was like on a shelf on my desk for a little while and then at a certain point I looked at it and just like put it in a drawer because I was like this is <laughs> this is weird. Once I recognized it was weird. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean. I did think he was cute, though. Like, oh, I, I a photo did, of a cute yeah. guy in your childhood bedroom. I mean, this is true of any it was weird gender, it was, of any person. Like, sure. this is pretty normal. Oh, yeah. But in the frame. In the frame is that weird. That is a lot. Because, like, I that get... That is a lot. Because I also got, like, the teen magazines where they were, like, yes. cute pictures of, like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas yes. and Aaron Carter. Yeah. Um, Which... I don't think they ever like went up on my bedroom, but I remember like talking with my friends about them and mm. she brought like overheard that. And then she did this weird adult woman version of it that uh, doesn't work. Yeah. 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 That's uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely a statement. But uh, jumping ahead, it couldn't be too many years. You were getting drinks in LA and Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey came up. Walked in, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, we've, we've spoken about this off the record before. Um, one of my first, I think, real crushes in like a sexual awakening kind of way mm. was um, Dr. Jesse Chase from House. And that is, oh, we've That's never that, talked about this. I don't have think, we? but that, oh. it, we've talked about House and how fucking good House, house is. is. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's a really that's, good one. He is. Yeah. Gorgeous. I was Absolutely gorgeous. obsessed with finding myself a blonde Australian surfer doctor. Oh, I mean, aren't we? Uh, to this day. <laughs> to and this if day. you're listening, DM me for right. fuck's sake. Yeah. In uh, in 30 Rock, Liz Lemon has astronaut Mike Dexter, <laughs> yes, who's her yeah. dream man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mine's Dr. Jesse Chase, surfer, Australian diagnostician. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what it was. Wow. Yeah. What a series. My God. Yeah. And uh, his floppy blonde hair. The floppy hair was a, a real moment for yeah. cute boys back in that day. Yeah, and I know for a lot of a lot of uh, people I know who are attracted to women, their answer for early of our age is always Rachel Wise and the Mummy. Oh yes, I know she's big with the gay women. Yeah, with the lesbians, with the bi's, <laughs> <laughs> with the men as well, with the straight men as well, with the straight boys. <laughs> What's the Anakin Skywalker? The men, the women, and the children. Like. <laughs> Everybody has a crush on Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just... Who do you think, yeah, your first well, real... Well, you know, actually, like, not even in a funny way, I questioned my own sexuality up until I was 26. Sure. Because it took me a really long time. I'm talking, like, maybe even college. Yeah. For me to realize, oh, this emotion I have for this boy is a crush. Um, I was like, as I've talked about on the show three years ago when we would do the show regularly. Um, so long ago. Yeah, right. I definitely was a victim of like internalized misogyny. Sure. Um, when I was- Definitely. Yeah, def <laughs> definitely was myself. For sure. Um, when I was like young and I would watch things on TV, always the girl, like the main girl character and the main boy character would always get together. Right. And I always kind of hated that. I always yeah. preferred when they were friends because in my like young mind, I right. was like, oh, she's giving up something by being- like romantically involved. Oh, interesting. Like I actually was that political even at a young age. I, I didn't have like the language for it, but right. it was the feeling of like, ew, can't she just be like on her own? This is why I really liked Ron and Hermione in the Harry Potter books when I was right. growing up because I was like, oh, this is fucking nice that Harry and Hermione aren't a couple. Yeah. It's like these are the two main people and they're doing their own things and they're genuinely friends. Yeah, it always, 
I think there was also like a comfort because I think it was, yeah, mo- I, I mean, obvious. My, at that age, my relationship to boys were all like, they're just my friends. I just you also had them- a brother, which I yeah. am interested. Like, do you think that played a fact? Because I also, when I was younger, I'm the oldest daughter of another sister. Um, I really wanted boys to be my friend. And I really did not want them to think of me as a girl they could potentially have a crush on. Yeah, but I I wonder not to like psychoanalyze you, but like maybe because you did have like a boy who was a friend in your own home, right? I don't know. Is that anything? <laughs> <laughs> I just like went on a whole spiel. I'm like, I don't even think this fucking adds up. But no, it 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 doesn't. It doesn't. I think I'm also a little skewed because I was such a tomboy and just like wanted to yeah. play sports. Uh, before like any of those feelings really came to play. True. And I just wanted to be like an equal. Uh, That's how I felt. And I felt if any boy had a crush on me, they wouldn't see me as an equal anymore. Yeah. But there, it was weird. Like I really wanted to be one of the boys. Actually, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show. It was very woke in fourth grade because in recess, I would always play football with the boys. They said that I had my own gender. There were boys and there was girls and there were Sarah's. I've, uh, Isn't that fucking woke? That's cool. 2002 America. Kids are saying this. That is that is pretty cool. I yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think uh, now because well, by saying? all means, let's be completely silent. This is excellent for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's just be quiet for a minute and okay, think. Okay, let me let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but I did have a boy I was have wondering a crush who on me. was going to break. Oh me. Um, I did have a boy have a crush on me in fourth grade. His name is Bradford Reed. I'll say fucking first and last. I don't wow. give a goddamn. Bradford Reed. Um, Dox him while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, if I knew where he lived. <laughs> um, he, I remember this clear as day. He was like my guy friend that I felt wow. like, he's so cool. We're equals. We both loved Indiana Jones together. Like I really felt like I was one of the boys. And this is so like picturesque if this were any other girl this would be a beautiful memory but because it's me i was like oh, uh, uh. we were in his tree house Ooh. after school because he lived literally across the street from our elementary school yeah. and he had a sick backyard he had a tree house and a zip line from the tree house down sick part yeah and it wasn't like a huge backyard and you didn't but marry this man for his I tree house know. i mean bradford i'm single i don't know if you are if you're listening to this bradford austin reed i don't know if that's his middle name um, right away to his treehouse. Yeah, but it was just the two of us, and that was pretty normal at the time. And our parents were like talking inside, whatever. And he said, "Um, you know, I like you, right?" And I said, "Okay." Oh, and I can't remember what <sighs> happened after the fact. And later, when I told my mom about this, she said, "All you said was okay. Like that was a little bit mean. Like, you know, maybe you could have said like." okay, thank you for telling me that or like any other kind of language. But that was kind of an early moment that I recognized like now looking back, I really did like him a lot because right. I really was like, oh, he's like a boy, like I'm a boy and we're boys together. <laughs> he's my boy. It was it was Mulan. It really was fucking yeah. Mulan. Um, and I think looking back on it, maybe I did have a crush on him back. But again, in my mind, being the girlfriend, being the crush – was like somehow lesser than because I mm-hmm. really had a hard time with thinking of femininity as lesser than masculinity and like right. being a girlfriend, being having a crush that's girly and that's bad. 
Yeah, I... Yeah, that's where I got tripped up, because I... I think... Because, yeah, my, my I was of two minds the whole time. Like, I wanted to be seen as like an equal to these boys that I just want like wanted to play sports and hang out and like yeah. be one of my older brother's cool friends. Uh but also yeah, there was definitely a time where I started realizing uh You're fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, there was definitely a time where I where I started realizing like, oh am I I don't remember actively having crushes on these boys, but being like, I do something about me once them to see me as like also a dating option yeah that happened to me in middle school yeah around I, I around remember, middle school age i, I yeah, yeah i, I like, remember like actively seventh and eighth grade i like i had a gaggle of guy friends and they would always talk about this was what was kind of killer and maybe you can relate the guys would talk about my girlfriends like oh yeah she's cute and like i'm gonna talk to whatever yeah. and it was kind of like i'm also a girl yeah. But I never really had it in me to even like play that game because I was still kind of struggling with that. I was so behind the eight ball that like my only response to actually having a crush was like double down on being a bro with them. Yeah. Was like even go harder into like we're buddies. And it's tough because also the first boy I ever kissed was like my neighborhood football buddy. Like Ooh, he that's so like like not as an adult I'm saying this, but as like a seventh grader, like that's kind of erotic. <laughs> wow that's like a, that's like uh, a book you know what i mean wow yeah um <laughs> yeah i i remember th there was definitely some of that involved because i don't think mm. either of us really had crushes on each other but we just knew like this is a good story this is a good vibe let's uh try also, to stick each like other a touch tongues. of horniness from both yeah. ends i mean yeah, yeah. you're at that age yeah uh yeah it it definitely was just like you're now 13 and 14 and yeah. uh you guys mostly just like walk around and loiter in the neighborhood together so uh why don't you try to mash uh, your tongues at each other yeah which is what kissing at that age is um can i tell an embarrassing story why i know we're we talking here? about the fast and the furious but i do have an embarrassing story i want to tell <laughs> okay yeah this is actually kind of tough i haven't spoken about this in a very long time but i had a friend aiden kennedy first and last name i don't give a fuck um, he's actually a great DJ. He was the one that we saw at the pool that one oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool mix, cool guy. Sarah to and I day. see DJs by the pool. Yeah, we're like really fucking. No, he's just a friend of mine. Yeah. He was in town. We caught up and it was a really nice, like, I haven't really spoken to him since eighth grade. It was one of those things where like we just immediately fell back into like catching up and being friends. He's one of those boys that I think I had a crush on before I knew I had a crush on him. Sure. Yeah. And we were in debate together and my middle school debate team was like, the thing like it was what all the cool kids do it was like debate and forensics but we just called the debate we did a lot of like weekend tournaments at high schools in the suburbs and then sometimes like for state and nationals we would have to go like out of town like this is like classic middle school everyone's in a hotel room culture like right, honestly yeah. Some of the most happy days of my life on one of those fucking trips. Yeah. Like were... life is simple. You have $20 in cash and there's a mall nearby. Like that's so easy. Yeah. I wish I could do that today. Oh, yeah. Those, Without those like were... drugs or alcohol, of course. Um, but there was he at that trip. Like, I guess there was another girl a year younger than us in debate. We were in eighth grade that they started like going steady on this trip. And I was so mad and humiliated, but I didn't know that I was humiliated. So I was just mad. 
And at the time I was like, I just can't believe like he and Grace, I can't remember her name. Grace, we'll call her. I can't believe he and Grace are like dating all of a sudden. Like, like I'm supposed to be his best friend. Like he didn't even tell me about this. Like, are you kidding me? Like all of a sudden they're together. Like I got all huffy. He did the earnest thing to try to like, hey, can we talk? And I was just kind of like, no. And like I walked away from him and I was really upset. And I think what it was, was I was jealous. Yeah, I that's was, what it absolutely totally. Was. I mean, right as I'm saying it out loud, it's like very obviously I'm Jealousy, jealous. Yeah. But it was kind of a big thing because me and Aiden were like attached to the hip and then we just weren't talking. I mean, by the end of the day, we had made up. I said, hug it out, bitch, because I was watching The Office at the time. And I didn't know that was a reference, I think from The Wire or like another show entirely. But anyway, yeah. And I, I still like kind of feel bad about it to this day that like I really put Aiden through the ringer just by giving him the silent treatment. But it's also like now it's like, God damn, isn't it obvious, Aiden, that like I had a crush on you? Yeah. And also, yeah, like, of course, I want to go back in time and tell my younger self like, you're around this boy all the time. He was also a neighborhood boy. Like we could hang out right. on the weekends and walk to each other's house. Like it was fucking beautiful. And it's like, here comes this girl like out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, there's there's part of it that's like, oh, and our like, friendship's going to be different now. Yeah. But it, it was like a classic like coming of age. Like I thought we were best friends, but I think I had a crush. And I think really what that was, because I really didn't know how I felt. I just knew I was angry. I think I was heartbroken. You know, I think I really was like it's a it's crushed. a classic. That's why they call it a crush. It's a classic, uh, you know, right beneath your nose the whole time. Yeah, like if you could only see, uh, if you if you could only get over yourself enough to realize you have everything right there. Yeah, and you let it slip away. Yeah, and you know what's so funny? Like when I was younger, the word crush. Ew, I was so embarrassed Gross. by that. Yeah. Don't when people are like you got a crush. I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. Now I say crush all the time. I think it's a great. It is a great word. When, when, like, I use crush when it's like, mm, there's this guy, like, I could have a crush on him. I'm crushing on him. And that could be like, I could have sex with him. I could right. go on a date with him. And then it's yeah. like, there's crushing hard, which is like what I'm doing for Joe Burrow. Yes. Where it's, where it's just, like, oh, no, I'm actively like, I'm in love with him. Right. Yeah. The, you you kind of let yourself run away with the fantasy. Yeah. I just like, I, I, I started my life being like so afraid of the word and the experience, whatever. And now like I'm coming to appreciate like, it's actually like a great, cause it's like, there's like, like, there's right. really like, there's like, like there's love, God forbid. Ugh. And then, but like earlier before all that, it's like, oh yeah, just a little crush. Yeah. It's a crush. It could go somewhere. Maybe it, it won't have to, but it's like, I'm soft. I'm a little crush, a crush on them. It's also in modern day, because dating has changed so much. Yeah. If if, if um it becomes such like bullshit like Well, yeah, you don't even uh you know, with with app dating, which has its uses. I met my boyfriend over look how easily I said that. My boyfriend over uh an app. But uh yeah, you don't it doesn't give you the opportunity to crush. Yeah, that it is does, true talking. We're talking. Yeah, like it's immediately like we're on the same page, we know why we're here on yeah. this first date. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't give you that longing opportunity i think a first hinge date is an interview for sex <laughs> yes <laughs> it is like okay these are my qualifications right. now let me ask you a few questions yeah what's your family history like yeah <laughs> that's what i want to know <laughs> that's it that's it uh <laughs> did you ever uh, was there at what age did you finally accept that you have crushes and did you ever try 
to follow up on one. Okay. I think my true earnest, okay, yes, I have a crush. Yes, I'm coming to like this guy. Okay. Was when I was 19. Okay. Which is late. Yeah, sure. And it's also the year that I had my first period. Oh. So when I tell people I'm a late bloomer, I do mean that literally. <laughs> like, I, like I got my period and then Amelia was like, "Ooh, I'm I'm horny." You guys feel that? <laughs> I'm horny. Yeah. Puberty hate you hard. My I'm my breasts are developing. Anybody else doing this? And it's like we're sophomores in college. I'm like, I know, I know, but you know, it was anyone wa- now for the first time doing it this? was waiting in the wings. You know, there's something about coming to it when you're a little more mature. Too. Honestly, I'm better off for it. I, I like I really, yeah. you know, no shade to anyone who dated in high school and college and stuff like that. Um, I'm happy with the journey I've been yeah. on. I've I've had to learn some lessons late in life, which has been embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but that is again like that's, that's- crushing having romantic and sexual feelings for another person is embarrassing like yeah. that's embarrassing it's always gonna be embarrassing so it's always like, a little embarrassing yeah because yeah. kind of lose yourself right it's like it's a little simping it yeah. is a little bit like oh shit here i am like bending over backwards sometimes literally for this guy right but it's like that's that's life you the, know what i mean yeah. it, it's always embarrassing and you ever try to hear you're... people flirt it's oh. so humiliating i love overhearing first dates if i'm in a restaurant oh, and there's a God. first date happening near me i'm like telling everybody i don't care how but many you know people what? when i'm on a first date i'm like oh bitch everyone is is peeping over their oh, yeah. shoulder to check out what we're talking about uh, Ooh, one time i went on a first date i did not go on a second date with this guy i gave him a hug like it was very like i, I may as well have shook his hand and said like well i've enjoyed our our time together. our evening together yeah um it was when we were at all. Oh, I'm naming names. We were at um all oh, oh, seasons yeah, yeah, brewery, yeah. which is like the number one place to take a first date in this fucking sure, town. I don't yeah. know if you know that or not. It's like birthdays and first dates. That's where you go. That's where you go. Yeah. Um, I went up to the bar, and he had like already was there. First of all, strike one. He didn't buy my first drink. Like, honey, you're at the bar with your wallet. Come on now. Um some guy said something to us and the guy I was with, whose name I genuinely can't remember, I would name him if I knew. He turned to the guy and was like, yeah, this is actually our first date. Oh my God, why would you tell him that? And then the bartender was like, oh, first date? Like, oh, Jesus H. We've exchanged like 10 messages to each other on Hinge. And I was going through a phase where anyone who asked me on a date, I said it would go just to get dating experience. Sure. Oh my! And then, then everyone at the bar was like, "Oh, first date!" Oh like, god! Oh, j- yeah, fuck me! It, that it was is, over before it began. Right? Really. I hate when people tell restaurants it's my birthday. This is I would imagine. Oh, we're actually on a first date. Like I oh. don't know you from Adam, dude. No, that is that is private information. Are you serious? This is a sex interview. Why are you telling people about this? What I would love to happen, if when when I don't whatever when this episode gets released i would love food industry food service workers to tell us their best overheard first dates oh my god i god are we gonna have to reopen the email again i'm almost afraid to (laughs) yeah i will reopen the email if you guys can knock it the fuck off with whatever freaky shit you want to send the two of us (laughs) uh that's my one and only warning (laughs) sarah reads the emails and i do not once again don't do the homework uh that's okay you do everything else she's so kind folks <laughs> um, hey you came to my apartment this time yeah yeah no but never broadcast you on a first date no. and even that's a little bit embarrassing too like ideally at a first date it starts rough but then you find something in common then you can like get into it 
All right. Yeah, I uh, want to go back to what you said here. So you had your first like recognition. You had crushes oh, before. So yes. how did you? What was? Did you? So my crush actually was my boyfriend Kevin Lusk, first and last. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and so she nailed it. You nailed the yeah, the crush well, to. He was definitely interested in me, and I definitely knew that. I mean, that does help with and, crushes. If oh, I don't have yeah. a crush on someone if they don't already have some kind of prerequisite le- favoritism to me at least. Like I'm yeah. not gonna have a crush you're on someone. You're not going that's in blind. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, unless you're Joe in which case I will just walk up to you and be like, "Listen, Marriage. Yeah. I, you know, whatever you want, I'll do." Um, but. Uh, yeah, he liked me and we had definitely become close and we had been close before. It was kind of like a friends becoming something else sure. kind of deal, which is that's ideal. Graceful. I mean, that everybody wants that and that's exactly what happened. It was yeah. a really nice experience. And it wasn't even that I developed a crush on him. He was just flirting with me and I didn't mind it. It was okay. the first time that a man was coming on to me and I was like, a man, a boy was coming on to me and I was like, actually, this is okay. I think I could do this. I can't remember the first time we like we made out. I was a virgin. Like, I'm telling you, this was like brand new territory for me. One of the first guys I ever like even kissed or made out with. And like, after that point, it was a little bit like, well, I kind of like that. And I kind of want to do that some more. And on the virginity beat, some of my friends had told me like, once you lose your virginity, you're going to want to have sex all the time because now you know how good it is. Right. And it was kind of like that with me where it's like, oh, like we've made out like, I actually could do that a little bit more with him. And I know he'll make out with me. And then like, you progress to the bases and it's like, sure. Yeah, actually I could be at second base a few more times. I could be at third base a few more times. Like it really, it was a really nice experience. Like it truly blossomed. And this is a little embarrassing. We were reading Romeo and Juliet as a part of our theater program. Not just to each other in a park. Oh, fuck no. Because I actually, when I was like, I think this play is stupid. I can't relate to these people. And honestly, to this day, I still... I mean, they're 14 years old. Exactly. I'm like, they're they're giving up their... They're dying for each other at... These are like their boyfriend and girlfriend, maybe. And they're dying for each other. And my professor, Tom Martin, was like, well, Sarah, you know what that's like to be young and in love. I mean, what was the age that you first fell in love? And I was like, Tom, 19. And Kevin yeah. was in the class with me, and it was like everyone kind of knew. But like, yeah, I, I was like, my face, face immediately got red because I was like, Tom, I'm telling you, when I say I can't relate to these people, I can't relate right, but, to these people. Yeah, but you know what it's like to be 14 and dramatic. So it's good that you saved your crushes oh, until mean, that settles down. That. I just wasn't 14 and like horny like Romeo sure. and Juliet were. Like now I can appreciate loving so much you want to die for them. But like at the time, I was like, this this means nothing to me. And I got in like a whole stink about it. I, I I was totally the the bitch in that college class. I was like, actually, professor, I have some thoughts of my own. And then like I made yeah. the whole thing about me. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's because I don't remember. I have my memories of having crushes. Like I, I definitely there were boys who I thought were cute, but I think. I just I had a lot of friends that were dating and I was such like a goofy awkward kid. I didn't know how to like yeah. turn that. So I, I definitely re- had guys that I thought were cute and just immediately the thought was like, yeah, but they're not going to be interested in. Like just immediately like right. bury I, the thought. I never sunk like my hopes into a crush, but I did like always I was like, but if a boy just liked me. Yeah. Uh and they definitely did, but it was never the ones that I wanted to like me, so I just never paid attention to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely had guys like me that I was like, honey. And I think, uh, yeah, I was so protective over myself, even at a young mm. age, too, that I was like, 
I think this person's cute. I'm not going to invest in having a full-blown crush on them, but I'm going to see what I can do to get them to notice me. And my efforts were probably like not even it was just my efforts was just try to be a person uh oh, mine around was like, them. I'll just go next to them and I'll be really funny as if that isn't my fucking approach to every other goddamn human on earth. I was such a coward. I was just like, so just talk to them about stuff. It's why I know so much about sports. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, actually, I was thinking about this, that there's still a population of girls that are like, oh, women are only interested in sport. They only pretend to be interested so they can get men. Right. And that's not true. Um, the only thing being interested in sports has gotten me with men is into fights. Okay. I'm an, sure, I'm yeah. an Astros fan. You, th- I'm an Astros, Texan Rockets fan. You think I'm a fan of that base because I'm trying to fuck somebody? Are you serious? I'm getting into fights over this shit. It was truly the only thing I knew how to talk to boys but about. Even, but even if you are just using sports as a way to talk to guys, baby, that's called game. Right. Like we all pretend to give a fuck about something. I played League of Legends with my first boyfriend. Like I give a fuck about I that. I guarantee not one man actually enjoys playing the acoustic guitar. No. Uh, no, it was definitely like my move just to try to be a bro. Uh, yeah, I definitely. And I, yeah. I was confident enough in my charm for some reason that I could like slip. Although it never really happened. I always had the fantasy of a guy being like, wow, you're not like the other girls. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is so early 2000s so early 2000s there was internalized also, misogyny there's yeah. also so many times where i was just again a coward and so in over my yeah. head that there were i did well uh one later back half of high school uh i started sort of figuring out what to do with my hair and yeah uh, junior and senior year is kind of like but yeah it was less uh teeth forward yeah yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> facially got it um, and uh i think by that time in school i i with my like school friends and the people in my circle i was already such like a you know awkward goofy yeah uh, jokester that no one really saw me that way but every time i would step out of uh functions and like school functions in that circle there was always a boy that wanted to talk to me and i, I had that experience as well there was a, and i was always like <laughs> Fucking killing it, Bridget. And then yes. and then we would exchange phone numbers or email addresses or AIMs or what have you. At each other on Facebook. And yeah. And then immediately they'd want to meet up and I'd be like, no, what if they murder me? I immediately was like in over my yeah. head and was like, well, I can't meet this boy from two towns over. They're going to kill me. Yeah. I actually just told the story. Maybe I was telling it to you, but I had that experience. So at my high school, as we've long established, just not a lot of men interested in women that go to that sure. school, which is uh, honestly maybe for the best, you know what I mean? Like I, I had a great time in high school, um, but I went, one of my friends from middle school went to a different school. I went to her birthday party. There was a guy there named David. I can't remember his last name. Um, and so a friend of mine had said like, dude, David is like kind of talking to you, like kind of like you guys are kind of hitting it off. And I was like, Really? And then I started to notice it. And so, like, we exchanged numbers. We didn't really text all that much. And then a few years later, we were, like, freshmen in college. And he texted me randomly in the middle of the night and said, hey, do you ever want to come? It was, like, late at night. He goes, hey, do you ever want to come and watch an Aggies game and then we can fuck? (laughs) Whoa! David! (laughs) How old were you? I was like eight. This is like freshman year of college. Okay, okay. And I, I'm sure you just assumed that I had gone to school in Texas because like most people do go to school within the state that yeah, they're born in. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I, I didn't respond, but I will never forget verbatim. That's what the text said. Hey, do you ever want to come over and see an Aggies game and then we can fuck? <laughs> I love that. And we had not spoken in years. I think I met him when I was a sophomore in high school and he was texting me this shit freshman year of college, which begs the question, how many women had he gone through in his fucking contact book? He was like, I don't know. This girl I met one time when I was 16 might want to come to an Aggies game and then fuck. Hey, shoot your shot. I'm not going to fuck after an Aggies game. I'm going to fuck after a UT game, okay? Like that's a real one. My, what few loyalty I have to Texas state schools that I have. Lies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. Shoot your shot. You know, I, I he, was, he was direct. I actually kind of admire and I like that. I kind of respect listen. that because sometimes like someone will be like, come over to watch the Aggies game. And then you're like, again, maybe this is. You, you the, had that part of your that brain sentence, that will kick in and be like, oh, we really should just watch the game and then I should leave. Yeah, that sentence and then we should fuck is secretly at the end of a lot of texts I right. receive from guys about like, hey, we could come, like, come over to my place so we could smoke weed and then we can fuck. Clarity is always a good thing. Do you want to get drinks tonight? And then and we then can we fuck. fuck. That- uh, <laughs> I always think clarity is a good thing. Uh, there were less aggressive ways to say that especially if you haven't talked to the person in yes <laughs> several years <laughs> like three years it's, yeah you know maybe- and i can't stress enough we met for one night i it could, and like alcohol wasn't even involved we were like at the age where we were like on the cusp but we weren't really there yet yeah it uh that works if you're like in that territory already maybe yeah like that's a funny line if like you had fucked a couple times or you had like hung out at least hung out in a romantic context uh, a, a couple former times. flame of mine did word it uh not too long ago as do you want to come hang out like we used to which oh. I, I thought that was kind of cheeky i was like okay okay that's that's sexy uh, uh but the subtext of that is do you want to come over and then we can fuck right <laughs> i i do like like we used to uh um, yeah tasteful I, tasteful very tasteful biblical you know it's an yeah. illusion I have like uh, I I am almost positive I told this story on rough stuff because I had to. It's been so many years. You may as well say it again. It's been so many years, and it's such like a classic crush gone wrong story mm. uh, that I will never forget. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm definitely repeating myself here, but uh, I was at a birthday party. I I had a crush. One of those kind of non-committal crushes on just like the generic cutest you boy were in interested school. i was interested he was the cutest boy in school yeah like, everybody like knew this kid and his name first and last <laughs> <laughs> he knows who he is uh and does not listen to this <laughs> no fuck no. no everyone i just named there's not a chance in hell not a chance but uh yeah do you remember tie dancing um i yeah it's like you like at mitzvahs and other kind of events where there's a dj and kids right so i did snowball but it's a similar premise where like oh you have to pick a boy to dance with and you have to pick a girl or like something along so someone like will have a tie on or some sort of belt ribbon what have you and there's a circle of boys and girls dancing 
Uh, and one person chooses their dance partner by like putting the tie over their neck and like dancing with them. And it's supposed to be this like cute little moment in front of everybody. Yeah. There's a lot of very like public. So it's one on one, the two of you are dancing. It's in everybody watching. And then. Okay. Cause Snowball, everyone partners up. So there's like a little bit of no, grace in that. This is worse because. Every, that is terrible. Because everybody is watching. Yeah. Um, and it's like the, the moment to publicly state who you have a crush on. And. Mm. um. I so this boy uh he he was dating the most popular pretty girl in school naturally naturally and I think someone there's definitely another story here that I've blocked out but at some point I had said I had a crush on him and it had gotten out the worst thing you can ever say in middle school is that if any middle schoolers are listening to this never 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 tell anyone it, it was yeah Someone had betrayed my trust at some point. I don't remember that story, but I probably should. <laughs> well, I think back then, just as a quick aside, I think like, especially amongst girls, that's how I can speak to. Then they start to like tell other people. And I think in their minds, they think they're helping. Oh, it was definitely one of those. By trying to like, like, here's the message, like right. Morse code being sent through everybody, hoping it, def- it gets back to the person. Right. But it's like, that's actually the the most awful way to go about that. It definitely was, especially because this boy at the time was dating a girl I could not compete with. Yeah, and that's also tough. Uh, but so there, we're in the tie dancing circle. At this party, the word had gotten out. And uh, he, uh, she like picks him to tie dance with. And then he's left holding the tie to pick a new partner. And I, we all see her whisper something to him. Mm. And she goes off and then he picks me i do remember this and horrible just a horrible time because everybody knew what was going on including myself i was under no illusions was this at a mitzvah am i making that up um it was at some like dance party okay Uh, i don't think it was just because that's the shit we did at bar mitzvah yeah i think yes it was it was that kind of it was just like a regular school middle school dance yeah 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 yeah. uh it's someone's birthday party uh, where music so unplugged enough. I was gonna say some, sometimes like whatever it is, if it's like some of those Saturday nights, it's like a whole fucking lifetime of events. Yes, happened in that one night. So not only am I getting this pity dance that just everybody knows, I am dancing and uh, I feel someone like tug at the back of my shirt, and it is his girlfriend, and my shirt was tucked into my granny panties. For the Ugh. entire people circled around us to see. Uh, and somehow I lived. I, what, I lived through in, that night. In the moment, were you okay with it? Or did you know, like, no, I, I'm dying in the moment. I'm right now, I'm dying. Because uh, sometimes I have things happen to me where I'm like, oh, okay, sure, like, whatever. And then a few minutes later, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was the most embarrassing thing. It was definitely that. It was definitely, uh, like, I got to leave here as soon as possible yeah. and uh, think about this li- until my 30s. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. And, and think about this moment into my 30s when I'm still, when there's still a pit in my stomach talking about it. So yeah, uh, I think I handled it in the moment very well. I don't remember any tears or breaking down. Okay, or that you didn't ru- cry. That's a win. Or yeah, running home because I do remember this party being like within walking distance of my house so i didn't wow, like good for you so i didn't just like cry and run home like i could have yeah i believe let's think about a funny girl she's got the stamina 
I I I can uh, you know do a jokey soft shoe my way out of <laughs> yeah exactly but exactly it, it was yeah it was a big uh being knowingly awkward was such a like big protection for me yes actually uh, yes with a lot of these crushes of like just be weird if things get weird you can be weird and that's your personality so yeah. uh that's what that's what gets you through. You know, honestly, and I talked to my friend Robbie Distasio when he was in town not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I only recently learned, like when I say recently, within the last five years, did I learn that one, I actually am hot. And two, I actually can approach a guy and be successful. Yeah. Because I just like, again, in middle school, I just wrote myself off so early of like, Oh, you know, I don't think like when guys look at me, they think of me as like someone they could be with. They just right. kind of see me as like one of the I, guys, too, funny, whatever. Ever- Literally, my roommate's boyfriend, now husband, Zach Sandoval, uh, told me senior year of college, he's like, oh, any man that is a friend of yours or any man that is nice to you wants to have sex with you. And I was like, no, come on. And I started to name people. And he was like, Sarah, any one of those guys would have sex with you. Well, I think that's what... I, that was brand new information to me at the age of yeah. 22, 23. But you, but you got the clues because we talked, like, when you stepped out of your little environment and there was always a boy that would talk that's to true. you. That's true. That's true. And actually, you know what's fucking crazy? It was when I moved to LA that I realized, like, oh, wait a second. I actually, like, can play this game. Right. Like, I'm a contender, which is nuts because this is a very competitive field to be in. It, it was shocking to me. Uh, but the- I think that's what it is. It was, like... A new environment. Yeah. I don't have people. I mean, I know some people that I've grown up with that also moved out here, but it also was just kind of like, oh, right. No one's going to like call my mom and talk about this shit because everyone I'm meeting out here is a stranger. Oh, I think that was also part of it. Just like the liberation of like, right. Like if I want to be a whore, I totally can because like I'm the only one who's living here. I was also so traumatized. And again, I will probably reiterate ourselves a lot, uh, but I think the when I kissed my neighborhood friend boy, yeah. um, obviously everyone immediately found out about it, including my older brother who didn't confront me, but told my mom, yeah, which is God smart. And I definitely told the story of my mom sitting on my bed and asking me, Oh God, my mom <laughs> love her. She's the best. I'm picturing like a, her quietly, like sliding condom. Like if you have any questions, Oh no. She asked me if we used tongue. That was her question. <laughs> and my soul left my body. Yeah. And I don't think ever fully returned. Uh, that's that's the other thing about being a late bloomer, losing your virginity at 19. You, honey, I already know. And my mom knows that I don't know. My dad, like everyone is all on the same page. And it's like, great. I could just do this now. Yeah. And it's fine. I'm away from home. No one has to know. Yeah, I think having an older brother was tough because also like a lot of the boys I had crushes on would be his friends. I mean, is that not like the stereotypical? Um, a little bit. To have the crush on also, the older brother's friends. So, there was also, it, it had somehow gotten back to me that my mom was a teacher at my high school. Right. Uh, she taught the lower school. Uh, and I guess one of the other teachers overheard boys from Josh's grade talking in the classroom and told my mom this, who then told me this for some reason, uh, that she overheard the boys talking about like the girls in the lower grade and said, yeah, Bridget really is starting to look good, but she looks too much like her older brother. (laughs) And it's true. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm sorry. There's, there, I, I really can't say anything to you. That is actually yeah, true. We, we just, my brother and I looked. I feel like that's code for, hey, Bridget is growing tits, but that's, that's really what ha- fucking crazy. That's, that's exactly what happens because anyone who has met my brother and I or have been in the same room with my brother and I will comment on like it's generally me I'm not kidding the first time I met him you were standing next to him and I was like oh hey everybody and then you were like do you want to meet my brother and I was like it did not even register to me that there there was a second person in the room uh yeah our he flew into town I was like I I know who you are it's just like tall me with scruff (laughs) yes um he looks exactly like me and we have very similar mannerisms yes people comment on that a lot too when we're in the room together so I think if you were if you knew my brother and you were friendly with my brother there was no way you didn't also see him Yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah, that that also made my life a little difficult, and like I had to definitely got more attention, uh, from from boys that I liked when I was out of those zones. Yeah, see, this is another reason why it's okay that I went to high school with not a lot of straight guys, because it's like that just seems like I just you know I hear horror stories from girls like oh yeah my high school boyfriend I dated him for three years and he was such a piece of shit blah, blah, blah. it's like you know there's a part of me that's like oh, I'm kind of glad I skipped that. I wanted a boyfriend so badly in high school. I, and I never had one, and I just yeah. like watched all my friends have them, and I was like, "Oh, that that." Seems That's the only nice. thing. Not a lot of my girlfriends did have boyfriends because it was hard. Like, if you wanted a sure. boyfriend at my school, you almost had to be dating someone from another school, which that's fucking hard to do when you have rehearsal after school every day, and also like you can barely drive if that. Social right. media, we had Facebook, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was it just is, hard. Like, you really had to, like, make an effort. It's, uh, you and had, I didn't care that much. I had yeah. one night, oh, this is sad. I want to say <laughs> sophomore year. I don't know. I guess, like, I was getting my first dose of hormones. I literally cried myself to sleep thinking no one is ever going to like me. Oh. And I'm never going to have a boyfriend. Yeah. Because I'm 16 or 15 and it hasn't happened yet. I've definitely had those and, thoughts at that age. Yeah. yeah and I And I woke up the next day just like... That's okay. I'm just gonna be me. My whole life. That's that's gonna be it. I definitely had those thoughts too. And uh, so you know, if you're listening to that age, uh, you can have what happened to me happen and have a boyfriend. And I didn't. This yeah. happened yesterday. Uh, who got <laughs> cat called and I didn't. <laughs> we were standing wow. next to each other in the street, and he got cat called. And it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I disguise my voice because I know yeah. you'd you'd hear me. And I was just standing there like, what the fuck? Yeah. But you know what? In hindsight, that was obviously very sad. And like sad that a 15-year-old girl is like, no one's ever going to like me. Like, yeah. honey, look around. What circumstances at this performing arts high school? Like, no shit. No boy likes you. They're no, like, the- you know, it, it's tough. But the experience, again, waking up the next morning thinking like, well, I'm just going to be me and that's going to be it. Actually, good character building and... Uh, I'm I'm happy that now I am my own person, so now I can be a slut and I can have crushes on people because it's like, even if it doesn't work out at the end of the day, like, that's cool. I'm just being me. And because I've been single for most of my life, that's kind of like my default state. So like, yeah. I don't even really notice anymore. Yeah. As I, we're in my apartment that I live in by myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I was definitely... That's absolutely how I operated for most of my... I, but I had... I had a thing where I knew uh, I dug in my hometown. I had dug myself a hole too deep with this uh, goofy protective persona I had Mm. uh, that I I was very highly aware that uh, when I went to college, that that was going to be that's when I could come into my own. Yeah. 
I know, I know, I, I know a lot of girls. I was very well aware that that was going to be my time. That high school and middle school, uh, romantically, were going to be washes. Yeah, for me. I mean, I had some good makeout sessions in high school. But, sure, uh, you know that's that's all good, clean fun. Yeah, uh, but they were few and far in between, and definitely hated. <laughs> my friends and I actually, when we went to high school, <laughs> I can't remember the code word. After we went to college, all of us left high school virgins. All of us left high school almost dateless. If if anything, like maybe someone had gotten like a in the pants, pants on hand job, like sure. simple, basic kind of stuff. Oh my God. I can't remember. Was it IHOP? We had a group chat and we all agreed on a code word that when we lost our virginities, we would text each other. I think it was IHOP. And, th- and this is like guys and girls. Like, so like slowly, like so freshman and sophomore year, just like one night in the middle of the night, it's well, like, oh, I have, I'm like, oh my God, it's happening for us. We're well, doing it. Isn't that better than I will, this is embarrassing, than what happened. It's better to have a code word, I would say, because like. Than someone just being like, I lost my virginity. Well, because, <laughs> well, yeah, because you wanted to tell your friends when it happened. Oh, totally. We it's like, te- you know, it's so a like, I actually texted those words to like my handful of best friends that had to yes. know the news. <laughs> had to tell them. And then I had. Um, it was like the time with phones when everyone thought it was funny to go through your phone when we didn't have like that true, etiquette yet. True. And one of my guy friends whose friend I had hooked, slept with. Oh no. Uh, saw the text message and friend was the wrong word. They did not like each other. It was Acqu- the opposite of friendship. Acquaintance. Uh, yeah. No, they, they actively didn't like each other. Uh, oh, enemy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this was like one of my best guy friends, uh, saw it and he was like, were you gonna tell like it, I was like, well, why are you going through my phone, man? Yeah, we, uh, we so had, you know code words. I hop. We we but I mean, it's you were texting about everything else, and then someone's just like, I hop. We had one friend that was a holdout at the end of sophomore year, we're all in town, and it was me and the girls in the car. So we were like, okay, girl, are are we really home? Like, what is what is the deal? We're, we're all texting I hop, and she was like. Oh yeah, I had sex freshman year of college, but I'm not gonna text you guys that are having sex. And literally, <laughs> my friend who was driving parked the car in the middle of the road was like, "Are you serious? The rest of us did it? Like, what the fuck? Oh, you're better than us!" All of a sudden, we were so mad. We we're like, "How dare you? Oh no, oh, you're a lady, and you're not gonna share." Ha- the rest of us are sending each other texts like, first blowjob down in the books." Like, like we're keeping it. Like, we're friends. What the fuck? Yeah, we're supposed you, to know these things yeah, about each other. Have to tell your girls. Come on, it's fun. Get into yeah. it. Yeah, and I, you have to tell, I don't like, as we hear me stuttering through this conversation. Oh, kissing and like, telling is awful. I don't like it, uh, but you, you got to you lose your virginity, I mean, come on. You got- I actually know some people that like, well, there's telling your friends you lost your, we're, we're, we're talking about crushes, but just to wrap up this virginity topic, because we could do a whole episode about this. Yeah. I feel like with women, there's, a, there's layers. There's like telling your friend, and then there's the day that like either you tell your mom or your mom finds out. Oh, I didn't either. But your mom found out, surely. Well, I think she just put it to get like I, I, I think she just. I I don't know if she found out, or she was just like, well, you're at an age now. I where she assumed. I don't know. Yeah, I, I got I got freaked out about pregnancy one time, and I had a full fledged boyfriend. This was boyfriend Kevin, and I called him. I'm like, um, I'm sexually active, and she was like, Sarah, yeah, of course you are. Yeah, You're on, you you just got on birth control the same month you started dating your boyfriend. My mom, no lost- shit, Sherlock. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, of course. My mom lost her privileges when she cut out a picture of Matthew I McConaughey. Was, I was so afraid you're about to tell me the time that your mom told you about when she lost. 
Like, yeah, she lost her virginity back in. She sat me down and told me everything. No, yeah, uh, that's something I never need to know. No, she, no, never. Never. Um, I don't need to know. Yeah, no, she lost her privileges when she cut out a picture of Matthew McConaughey and put it in a heart frame. And then uh, years later asked me if I used tongue. She just kept re- reminding me that she lost her privileges to know things. You have to stop saying lost her in this conversation. Like both times you're really leading me on. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I know nothing about that story and I prefer it that way. I No, I, nobody needs to know that about any person except your friends from high school and you have to text Then it's them. very important. Of course. Um, yeah, but you know, I started, I really, I oh my God, I really struggled with this really up until like 25. Yeah. And then like, I think once my brain matured fully and like my skull you did, was finally hard. You needed to bake fully and I think that's better. Uh, yeah. And I you know what? There, I'm almost a little bit proud of, of, I for so long, even into adulthood, I was really embarrassed about it. Like I was really like, oh my sure. God. Again, like I questioned my sexuality for a very long time up until I literally woke up one day when I was 26 and I was like, hmm, I've never had a dream where I'm hooking up with a woman. So I feel like that's a wrap. You know what I mean? Probably. I feel like by this point, if I was gay, if I was interested in women, like that would have come across like somewhere in my subconscious. I would have gotten a hint. Yeah. I. But now I'm free to have crushes and I can have. You can crush as much as you want. I'm working on a crush right now on somebody. I don't know if it's going to be a full-fledged crush, but I think he's a suitor. He could be. Could be a player. Yeah. Um, You know, it's it's easy. Crushing is easy when you're an adult. Yeah. And that word doesn't really mean anything. And it doesn't... uh, Like, some of my friends are getting married. I'm like, yeah, I might develop a crush on that person just for fun. It it sounds more fun. (laughs) And you know what? It's a more fun thing to consider a crush than any other decision that comes with having a relationship. I saw this thing on Twitter that was like, Having a low-level crush really is like the zest of life. Like as torturous as it is to like wake up and like, did he text me? Oh my god, did he? He saw my post. Like, is he gonna say something? Like that game is is torture. Right. There's something kind of. It's like almost like a mystery. It's like something like a little bit like, ooh, I'm playing a bit of a game. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, maybe he's gonna come back. Maybe he'll text me. Like, maybe not. And like, I don't really give a fuck. But you know, it's like. It is the mystery is like now sure. I can appreciate it's fun because I'm confident in myself and my self-worth is no longer dependent on what other people think of me because I'm 30. Right. I also think for, for me, kind of developing crushes a little younger, it's still a late bloomer, but I think less. Uh, it was good for my imagination to kind of like let myself run away totally. with a little fantasy. Totally. Uh, Something to help me fall asleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was fun i and as an adult if i like went through a period where i wasn't like interested in anybody i was like huh i kind of wish you know you lie awake at night and you're like i kind of wish i could just like run away with a little fantasy about a crush i have right now yes and Uh, i will say the the ultimate pro and con of like you versus me you crush when you're younger yeah you're now in a committed relationship that i would say is pretty serious and (laughs) and i'm like fully single and i'm like i don't even fucking know yeah so like i'm i'm just like five years behind That's yeah. okay, and it's, not, it's, it's okay. not a race; it's a marathon. But that—that that is the con of not having crushes when you're younger. Because I didn't date either, and I wanted to. Yeah, uh, I didn't date like a ton, and I wanted to. And that, uh, yeah, it sucked being like I'm just stuck in this role. Yeah, now uh, I'm in my high school phase. Now I'm in my phase of like, yeah, let's see, like who's out there, like yeah. who's who's I hanging wish around. I, I wish I was someone who crushed and was confident. Uh, when I was younger, you can't do both at the same time. You can't do both. A at the crush same time. diminishes your confidence. Any, it does. Any self assurance you have goes away when you, when the crush really becomes like capital C crush, right? Like you like a person. Yeah. That is when it's like you fall to your knees and you're not the person that you usually are. Sure. 
and it's it's humiliating but you know what it's life it's life and is that not rough stuff that is rough stuff let's uh let's close with um a prayer a prayer (laughs) no uh no say uh celebrity fictional character uh, fuck it cartoon crush uh, I mean, my my go to the blueprint, Mr. Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, right. Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. That was a moment. He is the blueprint. I really do find that men I'm attracted to share many personalities. Short King, starting there. That's Short a good King. one. That's um, a good- I still have a place in my heart for Daniel Radcliffe. He's got this girlfriend, but like, should anything ever happen? I, that You're is right someone. There. That is someone who like I for real. If he were single and I was in the same place as him, I really would maybe like try to chat him up. Why not? Yeah. If I'm rejected, it's like, well, hey. Well, if you're in the same place with Daniel Radcliffe, shoot your shot. How many times are you going to get that opportunity? Please. Same with Joe Burrow. <laughs> Definitely with Joe Burrow. Definitely with Joe Burrow. You should slide with into- With tears in my eyes. Yeah. Oh, slide don't tell me to slide DMs. into a pro athlete DM. I've gotten in trouble with that before. I will not. <laughs> I will not. They read that. Spoiler, they do read your DMs. That's a story for a different day. I'm, try- <laughs> I- I'm trying to think who- I will not name first and last names on that one. <laughs> oh Uh, god yeah careful who you dm on instagram because they actually might respond yeah um what about you i i'm trying jtt j i mean jtt was a big one for me i know this is pretty common did you ever crush on like simba or like any of the animal characters it's interesting because i only because at the time yes i had a crush on simba and i only had a crush Again, this is at the time, not present day, Bridget. I no longer have a crush on Simba. But when I did, I only had a crush on the version of him that was voiced by JTT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like Matthew Broderick, teenage Simba. People are talking about adult Simba having a crush. I never had a crush on adult Simba. I only had a crush on little little boy. Yeah, I didn't like him with the mane. Didn't like the long hair Simba. Well, let me tell you, you and I enjoyed the fuck out of the live action Lion King. Just the first five minutes. <laughs> the first five minutes. So uh, good. Robin Hood Fox was another one. Um, you know, that was my Pawpaw's favorite movie to watch with us. Sure. So like okay. it, that was like family. Robin Hood was like family to me. That's fair. I couldn't see him like that. That's fair. <laughs> I had I, I also had a big crush on John Krasinski as Jim from The Office. Oh, that's a classic. When yeah. I was in preschool, I did tell all of my classmates that I had a crush on my cousin Nikki. Oh, weird. Um, but you and know. like, oh, he's like, I have a crush, so he's my boyfriend. Because I just think I misunderstood what that meant. Right. Yeah. Like, I really did like him a lot. Right. He was a boy you spent a lot of time with, and uh, like, I mean, you not. Played but with. the thing yeah. is, not even he'd only come because he grew up in California. Oh, okay. So like, I'd only see him every now and then. I was like, oh, I really like him. Like, I love my cousin. Like, I have a crush. And I remember another classmate was like, you can't have a crush on your cousin. I was like, oh, says who? Yeah. Uh, everybody actually. It's Texas. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I was four. Look, for look fuck's around. Sake. Yeah, get, get you some four slack. years old. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, I always I Adrian always, Brody, the OC. Adrian Brody, that the was OC. kind of the first oh. time that I was like, mm, I know what a boyfriend should be, and a- it's this. Adrian Brody is a big one. Yeah, uh, I just watched Fleischman in, in Trouble, and still a big one. Turns out, so um, so cute. Is he with Leighton Easter? He is. That is so iconic. Great. Of the two of them to be together. Yeah. I think that that is another show that like really made me feel bad about myself as a kid being like, yeah. look at how they're dating. I should be dating. Oh, uh, did but you read I don't the Click how. series? Because that was poison. 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 Um, yeah. I'm Brain trying to... rot poison. Yeah. 
I'm trying to close with a more modern day crush than Chase. I know. Who's like the most recent? Cel- and, but now that's the I thing. Mean, like, I'm Adrian, like, oh, I got a crush on this, him, him, her. Right. Adrian Brody. They, everyone like, yes, I love them. Adrian Brody still a big one. Uh, Jeremy Allen White has come across as everybody's big crush from the bear. Wow. Okay. Again, uh, and my, si- my uh, sister when- works in a Chicago restaurant. So it's like, that's family. Oh, when he was. That's family. When he was lip from Shameless, big crush on him back then, too. Mm, you know, I'm not into that kind of guy. Uh, I'm not into that kind of guy. But I, I, I respect it. I respect it for others. Yeah. Yeah. Who's but. my most recent celeb crush? Oh, my God. Actually, you know who I said I have a lowercase C crush on? Because he is literally 10 years younger than me. And it's like, he's a little baby boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Gabriel LaBelle, who plays Steven Spielberg in The Fablemans. Okay. I don't know. Have you seen that yet? I have not seen it He's, I, I, like, again, lowercase crush in that, like, he's a cutie. Okay. But, like, I... Not like in a way like I would hit on him. He's a child. I could be his mother. Kind of how I feel about Tom Holland. But, oh, yes. You know, but I also, I remember hearing my mom and other ladies my mom's age say that about young men. Yeah. Oh, isn't he so cute? Don't you have a little crush on him? Yeah. Be like, ew. But now I get it. It's like, I don't want to fuck this kid, but I think he's adorable. But cute is cute. Cute. Crush. Little crush on young, young man, young boy, young talent. Well, there we this are. This is good. This is the first rough stuff in a while. Congratulations. We Congra- did it. We, we did it uh, again, service industry workers. We really want to hear your stories overheard oh, first yes. dates. Uh, you guys get a great- We can do a whole first date episode. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, yeah. Actually, uh, oh my God. Uh, no, tweet us. Tweet us in public so everyone can see what you're saying. At rough stuff pod, which I will dust off and use again. That's yeah. my vow to you. Because you know what? I do want to say, shout out to y'all listeners- because since we've been on hiatus, we have gotten genuinely comments on the Rough Stuff page, Facebook page, which is an archive basically at this point. People have tweeted us asking about the show. I know y'all have reached out to Abe and Swaim and everyone's small beans. I see the comments. I just want to say thank you for still thinking of us and listening yeah. to the back catalog. No, we we love doing this show and we're glad other people liked it enough to and, uh, inspire us to dust it off again. Because, and and yeah. we have been retooling this for a while. We have not abandoned it and just now remember to do it. It's been in the works. Because I didn't do my homework, but, uh, you know, no time like the present. Exactly. So thank you all for being continued listeners. We yeah. promise that we will give you high quality, super embarrassing more content uh we're we're doing rough stuff we're still doing shooting threes so look out for the next of that and oh and, the, let and me we, let and me and we got you. a cast and curious in the works oh my god that movie's coming out this yeah it's coming fast and oh curious so, and i gotta say you, you haven't seen our first movie in our trilogy of shooting threes but everybody take a deep breath uh, it's fucking crazy yeah so we're really excited there's a lot of content you're it's, not getting rid of us it's it's 2023 new yeah. year new BNS talent division. What did I call us that one time? Uh, BNS entertainment B- division of the, small beans. Yeah, the BS <laughs> division of small beans. Uh, I just know it's BS, uh, which is what it is. Which is what it is. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, if you have any uh, topics, uh, embarrassing topics you want us to cover, tweet at us. We read them. Yes, uh, at Rough Stuff Pod or at Bridget Tweets or at SK underscore Griffith. Um, yeah, and we'll you'll hear us later. Uh, every month, every month. Bye, guys.
Bye. This has been a Small Beans Endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!